<laughs> good, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, uh, you start with a good morning. Uh, yeah, he we always, always start with a good morning. Um, Cadbury cream eggs or Ugh. Reese's peanut butter eggs? Neither. <laughs> for real? For real. Like uh, this, this is a for real war. I like they, I think they're. This is probably a worse war than DMB fans like fighting over settlers. I could live the rest of my life and neither put put neither of those things in my mouth ever again. I mean, and I would be the opposite. I could actually put both of those things in my mouth At all the, the same time. time. <laughs> Did we just well, invent something like new? Peanut butter, so I so I don't like Reese's. Of course, that makes sense. In cra- the Cadbury, they're so yuck to me. It's like I don't I don't it's like it, the texture is weird yeah. on, the, on the cream because it's really not cream. It's like a sugar. Yeah, it's like a like a, a custard that came into a hardening kind that, of. You could just you could have just stopped there at a custard that came. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably pretty accurate. That was so horrible. You're so horrible. <laughs> custard that came. Oh my gosh, the Apollo or no, not the Apollo. What's the uh, uh the Tennessee or Texas? The, oh, the Alamo. The Alamo. That, he was a custard. Was custard there? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We don't know history. What are yeah, we? No, I'm not, not in Texas. I've never been to Texas. I don't remember the Alamo. It never happened. <laughs> you heard it right here, friends. The Alamo never happened. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, are you? Come in, listen, and enjoy. It's time for Shut Up. I love you. <laughs> you better love me. <laughs> what? No, I'm sorry. That came out way wrong. <laughs> that was very aggressive. You better love me. <laughs> no, you're right. That is probably... They, scratch that. Reverse it. <laughs> the show is... Thank you so much for finding us. The show is about DMB. Willy Wonka. Softball. <laughs> and us. No, the show is about DMB, Willy Wonka, and us. <laughs> Mostly us. This is really a show about us. Uh, my name is David. I put the D in DNR. Not and this week. <laughs> and I did not put the Damn, she's on it. it. I know, she's on fire. <laughs> and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? Um, I mean, I think I'm old. Well, we, yeah, we know that. Yeah. Even though, yeah, we have, uh, we're going to have to table this discussion because I definitely have an I'm old yeah. thing. Yours is a little different from mine, but yeah. Yeah. But, but my age smacked me in the face like a ton of bricks this, this week. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, gonna. Like, yeah. Agreed. Um, thank you, friends. Thank you so much for finding If this is your first time finding us right now, we cannot express our gratitude with you hanging out with us. Thank you. Um, please find us on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere you download podcasts. Um, please rate, review. It means the world to us. Um, and with that being said, we love our community. We are group of friends. Um, if you're listening right now, um, we include you in that group of friends, our other DMB friends, fans. Um, we are a podcast of humanity, right? I hope so. Yeah, we love humanity in general. We love people, right? 
<laughs> I think yeah. that's I think you humans love people right? <laughs> I mean people put the human in humanity. <laughs> but part of that is part of our we want to lift people up. We want to we want to make sure that we want to support each other. We want to support each other. Like that's what we do with each other and our, but we also want to support our friends too as well. Yeah. So, um, I'm excited today that we have an opportunity to talk to a new friend. We, um, I'd like to introduce Jessica. Hi, Jessica. You're here with us. I am guys. How are you? Jessica runs the at DMB brain buddies account. So please on Twitter, please friends find her, like her her account at DMB Brain Buddies. Um, please, um, what's that? Subscribe. Yeah. Like or whatever. Uh, anyways, go find her. Uh, follow. <laughs> follow. There you go. That's the word I was <laughs> looking for. <laughs> so, and I'll let her explain about everything that she's got going on. We found her. Um, it's a beautiful account. I love everything about it. So, um, Jessica, if you'd like to take a moment, please give us an introduction. Tell us about who you are. Oh, it's like an interview in college. Hi, guys. <laughs> Um, so you guys are awesome. So thank you for having me. Um, DMB Brain Buddies was actually started like February 14th um, after immediate after my three month my annual you know my three month uh, visit with my neuro, where I said, "Hey, do you think I'm bipolar?" And he's like, "I've been waiting for you to ask me that." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, okay," because we have a I've got a, a list of diagnoses. And I think he was just waiting for when I was ready to accept that one. And so, and I just wasn't. So February 15th, I was going to start a blog and I'm like, eh, screw that. I'm going, I'm going to put this stuff on Facebook. Everybody's all over Facebook. I have to read everybody else's crap. They can read mine. And I ended up posting just, Hey, does anybody want it on one of the other groups? Would they be interested? And all of a sudden I, I had, you know, 20 members within, you know, a couple hours of launching it. Um, this community the Dave community in general, I think, is just a really strong group of of fans. Um, you know, the be kind always is something that I think most of us live by. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, I've been following the band since '93, um, yeah. and so that's ingrained in us. We don't. I mean, I don't know how to be, uh, you know, an, an asshole at a Maroon Five concert. I, I don't know how to do that. If yeah. You, you know, if you want my ticket because you're, you know, you're with your kid, I'll go sit on one. I don't care. It's still going to be Dave. So, yeah. I, and I think our community really embodies that. Yeah. We have a, a strong oh. community of people that want to have fun and that love each other. Um, yeah. And it makes me feel good. Every time I'm at a show, I like, I can't not feel the feeling that I'm with 25,000 of my closest friends right. uh, that I don't know any of them, but I know all you know, of them. Yeah. And, you know, I think that, you know, there's a little quirkiness to us all. And, you know, I, I definitely think, you know, just mental health in general um, is under discussed, you know, it's, taken out of schools rather left in schools and you know I feel very passionately about it myself just because of things that I've gone through but I also that's what my degree is in I've worked with behavioral kids and I've seen what happens when you know things go ignored like that you know they would never let my child in school if she didn't have her vaccines and in a physical says she's you know in the 25th percentile 
but yet they'll let her go to school without ever seeing a, a therapist. And I find that very lacking. Um, in our community, just kind of, we all seem to come from the, the community that probably would value, that, that would have, you know, gotten some value out of a therapist at a young age. But, hmm. you know, um, I think that's what makes us us. So, I mean, I personally, I started going to see a therapist, I don't know, over the summer, this past summer. And I pro- like I, I had a friend at work say, you should just go talk to somebody. And I was like, what? I'm fine. Like, I don't have it. He's like, David, just have the moment every week you go have a conversation. And I, I got to admit, like, that's probably one of the better decisions I've made about, like, just the little things in life that for I, yourself that yeah that I didn't understand that I was doing my anger at getting at driving I had so much road rage that has pretty much gone away like I don't give I don't care right. anymore and, and it sounds crazy that just going to talk to a therapist once a week can help me do oh, no. this thing but it really has. It so. absolutely does because you can be selfish for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about you and what you need. And I, you know, I have been an advocate of therapy for you know most of my life. I mean, I, I there's a huge value in it, especially when you find the right pairing. Um, and, and I think that you know sometimes you need. I mean, a therapist is is you know, not going to judge or know your past or be able to bring anything into it. They're looking at it from a clinical point of view. And, you know, I, I think a lot of us, people get stigmatized very easily. And that kind of trickles up to where, you know, sometimes maybe the parents will take kids to a psychiatrist because it'll look bad. Um, and, and, you know, we, we really need that to stop. And, you know, like I listen to you guys and how you're raising your kids and, you're raising them to be a little bit better than us. And, and I think that's great. And that's I mean, we're not, trying. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't know if we're succeeding. <laughs> um, I kind of feel like in, I don't, I don't know, in my experience, it's been the, the mental health aspects get passed over because they're not seen as easily that it's easier I mean, to I look past right. it. And that doesn't mean that it's not there. It doesn't mean that you don't need help. It's just you you usually go for the things that seem most pressing. And when it's not something that has, a, you know, a physical, you're not physically seeing it, it's harder to yeah. take the time. Hey, hey, child, you have a limp. Well, yeah. well uh, what can we do to fix your limp? Right. Right. Yeah. But... <laughs> When you're having nightmares every night, well, you know, you do things to help them fall asleep and then just kind of let it go. <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, I, it's, you know, parents, uh, we have a lot of responsibility. I realized um, as, you know, you raise your kid and <laughs> realize all you have to do for them. And I think that, you know, our pediatricians, you know, we have to take our kids there at least once a year. I mean, it's just, we have to. Yeah. And pediatricians can, I mean... My daughter, when I when I finally was diagnosed and I finally, you know, met, I have a great team and my neuropsychiatrist is, is, has completely changed her life. But um, when they finally sat me down and said, you know, you don't, you know, have you ever been told that you have severe ADD? He's like, I don't know how you made it past fifth grade. And 
I talked to my mom about it, and she was like, yeah, we noticed, started noticing in seconds, but, you know, eh, nobody really did anything about it back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you let me suffer for, what, 15 years and let me get crap grades <laughs> in college <laughs> and have seven majors? Okay, thanks, you know? So I think that, you know, we're smarter now. Well, at least some of us are, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to be. Right. I'm <laughs> trying to be. So, and, go ahead. Well, so and I think that is a part of our community is we are so open to diversity that it doesn't really make a difference. We will, you know, if you're in a wheelchair, that will roll you up the gorge hill. I mean, it just, that's what we do for each other. And so it's a good audience to bring this message to. Yeah. Yeah, so we we love all of you, friends. And please, if you have anything that you like, we encourage you to go talk to somebody or um, seek out help or what, whatever. When when we'll kind of go through some of that stuff. So we're not professionals by no means, no. Um, and I want to make sure that we're clear on that. But we're all here to help each other as much as possible mm-hmm. and I want to make sure that so what uh, with that being said what are some of the goals of the DMB brain buddies account what are you what do you how what is your message for everyone you know so our, you know our core message is I wanted to focus on um, what I call complex diagnoses and disorders uh, you know when so when I came home and I got my bipolar <laughs> diagnosis tacked on I just I was just sick and tired of trying to find where I fit in because, you know, sometimes I fit in the anxiety group. Sometimes I fit in the, you know, bipolarity and there was just not a respite for the multiple crazies. It it just, you had to fit into a, a, a section or a group. And so I just started the brain buddies and found some people that had more complex. It wasn't just, and, and not to minimize any mental health disorder or illness or whether it's, you know, acute or ongoing, but I, you know, I wanted the, the people that were like me, I've got agoraphobia with panic disorder. I have functional neurological disorder with seizures and, you know, apparently bipolar. And these things are, you know, sometimes they're a little more challenging than a single diagnosis or something that's situational. And so our goal was to bring those people together that were maybe afraid to speak out in either larger groups or groups that weren't necessarily a great fit for them. Um, we're, we're just a safe place. We don't judge. We don't, if we don't have something nice to say, we move on. Um, you know, I, I've kept it small and we've monitored who's comes in because we want not only to offer support, but to be somebody, be a place that we can reach out to. You know, we have a lot of members that will say, Hey guys, I'm, I'm just having a bad day. You know, I don't know what it is, but I'm, I'm just struggling. And we all try to make sure, like, throughout the day, we'll check in with that person just so they know, you know, hey, we're thinking of you. And, you know, I'm guilty of, of going dark sometimes. And I know that when I've reached out is to, to my, I call them my awesome, my little group of awesome, because they're just, I love them so much. And I know when I've reached out, always, always somebody there within five minutes. And that's, it's just a good feeling. Good. So that's, you know, our goal is just to keep that going. Um, You know, I would love to do some fundraising down the road because I think that there's a lot of good organizations out there. Um, They could use either the donations or help, but right now we're going to focus on, you know, not necessarily, 
blowing up and expanding, but really getting some good content on there and, mm-hmm. you know, giving people information like who to call, crisis lines, links to, and also not just for them, but for their family members and caregivers too. Yeah. So um, please give us a link. Tell, tell us a link to that they can find you on Facebook. So on Facebook, we are on facebook.com forward slash or back, yeah, forward slash, backslash DMB underscore buddies. I think okay. that's awesome. Hey, so, yeah, there is the, the DMB part of that name. So um, where, like, how did your DMB fandom start? I mean, I know you, you mentioned back in 1993 is when you yep. found them. So, like, you know. What does that mean to you? What does the music mean to you in that in that aspect of it? I'm sorry. Well, like music, my so my dad is a total. I was raised by hippies. He went to Woodstock, all of that, and I was raised on, you know, the Kinks and Pink Floyd and all of that. And it's always been a huge part of my life. And um, in fact, my dad took me to my first concert because, it, it, which was the Kinks, because he wanted me to make sure that I saw a good concert before I went to see all their bands. So that's why my daughter's already been to a Dave concert, <laughs> a good one before she saw, saw crap. So, you know, the, my fandom, I was right on the verge. I was, I was in the alternative Kurt Cobain stage okay. and was getting out of the hair band stage. And I had a friend who ended up moving out to Seattle and doing all sorts of very cool stuff. Um, she always had music that I didn't have. And she came over one day with, I believe a compact disc that we fit into my Walkman. What, a, what, and, what is this CD yeah. thing you speak of? <laughs> I ordered 15 CDs from some guy on the GMT boards. They were like old shows, and I get them, and I'm like, I have absolutely no way of playing these things. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's great, but what am I going to do with them? So so she puts on um, Ants Marching, and, and I am just like, get out. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 it just... I, you know, I went from, you know, Penny Royalty and let me go cry in the corner to all of a sudden I'm, you know, listening to this beat that I don't even know what to do. I don't know sometimes if they're happy or sad. I just know how they make me feel. And I was hooked. So I was standing in line for Remember Key Things. I have I had every CD and went to every show up until like 2006-ish. Um took a little bit of a Davecation and came back in 2015 with my daughter. Yeah, nice. And now I'm like, I'm stalking them at shows. We always just Blossom is our home, my home venue. And I've never seen a concert outside of Blossom unless I was at school. And we went to Charlottesville um, for the last night for fall tour. And that was, we cool. were there. How <laughs> dare you not know us then? <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Where were you guys? Oh, uh, so we were on the floor both nights. Yes. Yeah, really? we were there. Yeah. Like right where that guy proposed. Oh, we didn't see a proposal. Yeah, we didn't see the proposal. You did not miss a single thing. <laughs> did you Did you see the little boy like dancing on the the parents that brought like the? He, could he have been was like, two like or three. eighteen months uh, old, maybe two, and standing stick. on the rail just he dancing. Harder sticks. I'm bringing my daughter for the same reason. I told her at Deer Creek, I'm like, when that show stops, you start running. 
You you act like the little scared child because Cardinal will give you his drumsticks for that and we'll come get you. She <laughs> <laughs> is down with it. Yeah, awesome. I to trade her an LOL doll or something for the sticks, but uh, that's we, fine. We, I don't yeah, care. We, we really wish our kids liked Dave Matthews, man, but they, it's not that they don't, but I they don't. <laughs> no, I don't know that that's right. That they they hear it all the time. The it's DMB to them is what the Beatles were to me. That's just what mom listened to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. So it's like that's what it's mom's music. Now I'll feel badly because that's pure. Like I can't. I don't even like to listen to it now. I, I, you know, none of it. I don't care. I don't care that you have an original Abbey Road. Don't. I don't want it. Hmm. But I hope I'm not doing that to my daughter. She actually loves it. She's been, since she was two, we've been doing Jimmy thing together. She loves the drums. Okay, good. Yeah. So now that we are like talking a little bit about family, um, what, what does your family and, and there's really two sides of this question. There's the, your family family, and then there's the DMB family and, and how they relate to each other and, and as well as being different, but how are they, how do they help with, you know, in term of feeling better, becoming healthier in general? Well, I will tell you that the DMV groups, um, got me through some pretty tough times, um, that my parents put me in sometimes. So that's where I struggle a lot is, um, some, you know, parent child issues. So, that's what my therapy gets to be about almost every week. And so I was not used to sharing emotions and feelings. I was used to just suck it up buttercup. And so I would find these people on like the anxiety or depression boards that were just like, like unloading in like 15 years of like, I, I couldn't even take it in. And so I realized, Oh, people do talk about this. And then I found some of the day boards. Um, and it was like immediate. Hi, how are you? And then all of a sudden you're talking to people offline. Then you're getting love bombs. And then all of a sudden you found five, a, a little, your little group who you talk to almost every day and you don't know them, but you know them. Like you said, you, I couldn't pick some of them out on the street, but they're they, your you, friends. They're people that I would do anything for. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we, like, I feel that connection when we're talking, we address that as friends because, you know. That's what do, it feels like. That's what it feels like to us. It's is like family. The, yeah. I, I mean, you know, the, the designation just because, the, the, you know, we share DNA does not necessarily make a family. You know, I, my daughter calls my, you know, my friends, you know, aunt and uncle. Um, yeah. Because that's the good thing about being an adult. You know, we get to pick our friends and we get to choose when we have, you know, chocolate and, you know vodka so it's it's a good trade-off and is that I a don't... thing chocolate and vodka is that a thing yeah chocolate martini oh okay well or just <laughs> on different days like monday <laughs> wednesday friday you have a and then all the days sorry jessica i was just trying to make a joke if the day ends in the letter y <laughs> right exactly right i mean literally and you know <laughs> Funny haha, but yes. Um, so that's, I mean, so I think to a lot of us, um, Dave, like our groups, our friends, they, they've become family. I, you mm-hmm. know, when I see pictures of people that meet up every year, I see, 
I, I, you know, I met one of the members in another group um, at the night at Charlottesville. And I was so nervous because I'm like, you know, this brings me back to AOL chat room days where you're like the ASL questions and the weird meetups. And oh, my goodness. Sex <laughs> location. <Yeah>. Sweet. <laughs> the, the, the worst three letters that could come across your screen is a 14 year old. Which ASL. I, always, I always did ICQ. Is that is that a thing? Oh. ICQ wasn't that. Yeah. That was yeah. old school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like you had to know what you were doing to get on ICQ. Yes, you had what? to be well versed in ICQ. I don't what? know what this is. I wasn't well versed in it. Well, we didn't. Have... <laughs> it was a chat room. Like I don't know how to describe it. It was just you talk to random people. You could find different rooms that are labeled certain and, and jump into them, and, and there could be people from China to Germany to wherever. Yeah. Okay. They're like the trucker version on the internet. It yeah. was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was ham radio talk for for yeah. the computer. Yeah. 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 It was like the the one eight hundred party lines. You never know what you got on the other end, but. <laughs> Done those too. I think my father picked up a four hundred dollar phone bill. He was like 12, 13 years old, and oh, my parents were not happy with that. Yeah, (laughs) that's expensive. I mean, we're talking like twenty five years ago. Oh, I know. That's whenever they can actually charge it to your phone bill. Long distance (laughs) credit card up there, like trusting that this, you know. $14.99 Fourteen ninety nine a minute call was going to get paid. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm aging myself. There are people out there that are like, they're still stuck on the CD player thing. You know that. Like, <laughs> I'm still wondering what that is. What do you do with that tiny record? <laughs> some, no, some kid in college is going to do a thesis about this very episode. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> I will gladly participate in any scientific study. <laughs> so, so, friends out there, and this is is this is probably one of the most important questions as we as we kind of go through this thing. Um, we all have things in our life that like we need a minute or we need a moment or we need to talk to somebody or all of those things. Um, and and Jessica, you 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 have experience in this. You live this world right now. So. Um, what what kind of advice can you give to someone or others out there that are listening right now that may be suffering in with some kind of anything, you know, that, that just have that issue or with just like they don't even know what it is. They just have something that doesn't feel right and they just right. don't know what to say, you know. So what, what kind of advice can you give? Um, I, I, I start a Facebook group because I, <laughs> I don't have any advice. That, that's what I'm, yeah. I'm looking for. You know, my, I had a therapist once tell me, you know, make, keep your hula hoop clean, you know, whatever you can fit in your hula hoop, make sure they're not toxic people. You've got, you know, a handful of support, you know, your go-tos and then just a couple of people who make you laugh. And so getting rid of the toxic people in that I had very, I realized how few core support people when it comes to mental health. Now, anything else is not a non-issue, but the second you say, oh, I, I'm feeling a little manic or, oh, I'm feeling a little down or anything, it's, um, you're just, you're looked at differently. And so, you know, if you, 
I always have told people, you know, call, talk, say something, um, you know, put something out there on Facebook. Somebody will respond. Absolutely. Somebody will respond. Um, and you know, I, I, I've struggled with finding a good therapist that could give me information for local resource groups. Um, but those that are struggling, find, find us, find somebody, find, figure out what you like and what makes you have your happy space and then Google it and, and find your home Yeah, because it's out there. It, uh, it is. Agreed that there, you know, maybe not the circle of people you're with, right now that they're the ones that when you say, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling down that they, ugh, right. whatever it is, there's someone out there who wants to listen to you, who wants right. to support you and who wants to be your friend that Absolutely. you just have to, you just have to find them. And sometimes it's unfortunate that we have to do the amount of work that we do to find them. But once you do that solid foundation feels great. Absolutely. And, you know, knowing what, once you have, you, you lose that fear of how am I going to be perceived when I say this? Um, and you, you have that, that trust and that feeling of, you know, okay, this isn't going to be talked about or mocked or anything. Once you have that, I, I mean, I literally have never felt that until the past couple of years. Um, and I am, you know, just shy of not thirties, but right in that early forty, and I mean it's been twenty some years of you know oh nothing's really wrong with me, and you know I I was fired from my job uh, last January, and because of my mental health and the termination letter was so nasty, and I wasn't in total mental crisis, but had I been in mental crisis, um, that letter could have absolutely triggered me. And I got so angry at the, the, just the audacity of somebody to not even think about it. If I had been paralyzed in a hospital, you wouldn't send me a bike and tell me to go ride a 5k, but because you can't see it or it makes you uncomfortable, you're going to, you don't want to be around that. That doesn't make you feel good. And people like that, I mean, just, I had to get rid of. Good. Blessing in disguise. Yes. <laughs> so, um, any shows you, you plan on going to this year? You, you chasing, are you going anywhere? Are you going to what kind of summer tour are you doing? So I am doing my daughter for her birthday. Her birthday is in exactly one month, although she's been counting down since last year. <laughs> um, her, she is going to Deer Creek night one with my friend Meredith. Um, and my friend Meredith actually runs, she works at a float spa, which is fantastic therapy. If you guys haven't tried it, it is phenomenal. You float in 10 inches of water. It's great. Yeah. No, I someday hope to. <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> the one with salt water? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Desensory. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, hmm. you, and she actually, you know, I knew that her and I got something right from the beginning because we we're talking just in, it's a more cerebral conversation. And, um, you know, that's like, and then, so I have that experience. I go back and I float and I am, I'm agoraphobic, not in the sense that I don't like closed spaces, but I don't like, I need to know how to get out. And so I'm thinking, well, I just need all the lights on. 
I plugged in Dave. I made a playlist. I closed my pod and I turned it to darkness. And normally I can't be in that environment. And it, I've never experienced anything like it. Your brain slows down and you just are there. Hmm. It, it's a very zen feeling to have. And when you're not a zen person, you don't know what to do with it. But it's awesome. What's uh, what's your feelings? I know this is a loaded question because everybody has all the feelings oh. <laughs> about the current state of Dave Matthews Band. Like, uh, what's what's some of your thoughts on it? I mean, because we're all we're all, especially people that have been doing this thing for a long time. You know, we have our we have our you know priorities and things that we have you know that we've oh we've seen this thing before or, or whatever the you know whatever your yeah, but- you know. Um, whining. I'm done with that. <laughs> Satellite, you're just going to hear it at every show. Just get used to it. Mm-hmm. Make it a beer break. <laughs> you know, it, it's, um, you know, I, so the, the complaining and the, the set list thing, it, it cracked me up because I, I enjoy, I mean, there are certain songs as, as we've discussed, um, that are not my favorites, but you know, turn around and talk to somebody then, you know, because chances are there's somebody behind you that, you know, wants to chat while it's going on. Um, look around you. Mm-hmm. Like when we were like that, with the encore for night two, I, you know, I just turned around and just did the panoramic of just looking at JPJ and like everybody. And it felt, it's, it just felt like a giant hug, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It just, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, um, so show. So we're going to Alpine. We're going to Deer Creek, and then I probably show up in Chicago just because we're so close. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. So yeah, one more time before we before we move on here, Jessica, go ahead and plug your account and your group on Facebook and and anything else that you want to just give a shout out to. So we are on. I'm working on setting up, finishing, cleaning up our Twitter account, but we are at dmbrain um, buddies. Dot, well, yeah, at dmbrain buddies on, on Twitter, and then on Facebook we are facebook.com forward slash dmbrain but underscore buddies. So I, I think that's about right. Yeah. Just, if you start typing it, it comes up. I promise. Good. Awesome. P- please, friends, if you have a moment, go check them out. Go tell Jessica you said hi. Tell her that um, you heard her here on Shut Up, I Love You. So thank you. Tell her to stay on topic next time. <laughs> you did. You did great. I know you were worried, but I thought that went well. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. You guys <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to do a podcast now. Yay! <laughs> so I did have a run-in with a fan this week on Twitter. And I like I felt like I took the high road. Um, and it was somebody complaining about the set list. So I wanted to... Um, one, I asked the guy to come on a show. Like, all right, yeah, if you want to talk, talk about, about that. Yeah, let's talk about this. Um, but I, I kind of confronted him on... Um, he was, his comment was the band is committing crimes in Europe with these set, set lists. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
our freaky seven songs. And... Yeah. yeah. So I, I go, well, that feeling that we all have at whatever show that you go to, regardless of what it's played by saying things like that, you're diminishing their experience. You're saying that whatever version that you think that they, whatever set list you think they should have heard is not the best. So whatever experience they had is blah. You know, and and I don't know that's the case. That I also know that if I'm here in this, I'm at the show, and I'm I want to go and have a good time. I'm gonna sit and have a good time, regardless of what they say. And uh, the guy told me I have no standards. He goes basically, oh yeah, that's right, because you have no standards. Well, right. you're... <laughs> you know, I mean, we're not gonna dictate the set list to him. You know, we can sit there and and you know, tag all of them we want. They're not going to play Bismarck. I'm not going to ever hear Shotgun. You know, I, it's just not going to happen. But you are going to hear certain ones at every show. And it, you know, it, it, I, I haven't been to a show yet where I've loved every single set list. It's, it's okay to not like every single thing that you're listening to at the show. It's, mm-hmm. it's okay. But it doesn't mean that it's a bad show. Right. Agreed. Um I I know that the whole um you know fuck it bucket thing and yeah. the also whatever Dave's process is to come up with what songs to play. I mean I think everyone agrees that he's a giving guy and they are a giving band and I would like to think that they look at what songs get downloaded the most in that area. And just because that's not something we listen to a lot here in the States doesn't mean that that's not something that's super popular in Europe. And, you know, they've been doing it so long, they can read their audience. And their mm-hmm. audience may be a satellite audience. Their yeah. audience may be a Halloween audience. But they can read the crowd, I think, pretty, you know, and, and feel the energy. And, you know, I mean, I, I've been married to a, a musician um, for, you know, 10, 15 years, and, and I see how they, they mix it up, and they'll decide songs in the middle of the song that they're playing because they can kind of feel the energy, and that's what makes a good set list, you yeah. know? I, I mean, I, you know, again, there are definitely songs that I would like to request, but... <laughs> <laughs> to the show itself, you know, generally at least 75% of it is going to be stuff that you like. Oh, yeah. Is, and, I mean, I think that's a pretty good average because a lot of bands out there, you know. You get your two songs. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and they're poorly. But just, just so that we can establish, David, you obviously have very high standards because you married me. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I may um, have low, obviously. <laughs> I may have low DMB standards, but I have super high female standards. Rachel standards. <laughs> Rachel standards. There we go. That was the joke. I missed the joke. Oh, <laughs> I have my own category of things. So, uh, with that being said, am I a bad person? Yes. <laughs> Let's what, just what, start with you yes. You just, <laughs> so. You get- when pulling up to a gas pump, when you when you go to a gas station and you go to choose to, to pick your gas station okay. or your, your car, okay. you know, you're pulling up. Yeah. And there's four different things. 
uh, and they're all filled with people. Okay. There's people in cars. Okay. All right. Do you size the people up? And I, yes, as to which one's going to get out fastest. Yeah, correct. Like so, I size the people up based off of sex, because how good their sex is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, females are slower at p- pumping gas. No, my friend, we're used to using our credit cards. You guys are the one that have to pay while you can do Yeah, no, you. everybody pumps their gas the same. You it, just, comes out, it comes out the same way. Pull um, back what, the lever. What kind of car they're driving? Because, I mean, normally, if somebody uh, pulls yeah. in with a... Minivan a, versus sports car. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but if they're like a, a beater car, they're probably not filling up their gas tank, right? Oh, I didn't <laughs> think about about it though. More likely to let our gas tank run lower too. Yeah. Yeah. Order of a tank, we're filling up fumes. But if yeah. you, but if you got a guy with a Cadillac next to it, like that dude's filling up, right? He, he's going to spend <laughs> his sixty money. bucks and throw. He's got a couple bucks. He's going to throw it in. So like, you don't want to wait behind him because so okay. So as I'm as I'm doing this and you I'm looking so at it, I'm like weird. <laughs> as I'm sizing all this up, and my thought, the thought that comes in my head is one: Am I like? Is this wrong? Is this a form of social? Like racism or sexism or <laughs> some OCPD. kind of ism there. It's 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 an OCPD disorder, and I have it. It's a personality <laughs> disorder where you have to have things in it in a certain way or format. You're putting it's not, it. It's, it has nothing to do with OCD. But if you feel uncomfortable, like it, like the Cadillac, and you cannot physically go behind that Cadillac because it'll drive you crazy. No, <laughs> no, it's no. more like I'm judging. Like, okay, he's going to um, be putting more gas in the what, tank. Yeah, what the is my best option? I have four different options so here, and do I choose a that's a young kid with a beater car or b with a you know guy in full three piece suit driving a black tuxedo black Cadillac. So I understand your or theory. Or the taxi cab guy that's on the other side. That's a, you know the guy's trying to fill up a taxi taxi yeah. cab. You know you're what I mean? Probably right. I never even thought about it like that, but you're probably right. I'm sure someone did some kind of study. You should look it up. <laughs> but is that a level of racism or sexism? No, I'm not. Like, if I don't see, if somebody's leaving their car to go into the store, I'm not getting behind, I'm not even getting anywhere near them. I'm I'm going to another gas station. Yeah. That is not a good sign. Um, If somebody walks away while they're pumping gas. No. I I think it's more like it's not racism or sexism. You know what? I'm just want to make yeah. sure that I'm being no, a, like, the best person, no. the best version of myself. So and if they're if they're if they're Facebooking while they're putting gas in the car, <laughs> which only a woman would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> will leave their phone in their car because what do we need our phones to to be away? I don't know. You know what? I keep my bank card in my phone, like in the case in my phone. So there's probably people that see me like, oh, she's got her phone. Here we go. So they go to the next line (laughs) thinking I'm going to take a long time. Whereas usually I'm always in a hurry. Just hurry up and get enough gas in here so I can get to the place I'm trying to get to. Right. (laughs) I'm like, I have no patience for it, especially now because they've got all this advertising and I don't want to hear it. I, I don't want to hear <laughs> I get this. 
if I wanted to know it, I would have already known it on my phone that I brought out to use. And now you're distracting me. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're the advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to, once my kid is old enough, she's, you just put it in, honey. Um, so David, let me ask you this. Okay. When I go to the grocery store to buy the mac and cheese that they don't carry anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I'm going to the checkout lane, okay, to same leave, scenario. Yes, yeah. this is this this is my yeah, female version of this. Yeah, yeah, you have okay. to pick. Okay, so my sister brought to my attention: you should go to young men cashiers because they're going to be faster. Hurry up and get the job done. Whereas old ladies are going to chit chat with you and take longer. So I always do that. I always look for like who's the youngest man here. Unless it's a young young gay man. (laughs) Then they're going to want to talk you up. Well, I live in a large city, so you can never tell. (laughs) The grocery store, air quotes. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, no, uh, and this is probably me overthinking. Am I sexist and racist because I... No, yeah. not at all. Okay, then there you go. I just wanted to make sure that I'm like I'm doing I'm being I mean, genuine in my decision. I'm like I'm judging people based off of <laughs> just stop while you're ahead. I know. I need to shut up. But how's your your win ratio? So the lanes whatever you pick are you Oh, I'm right 100% of the time. No, well then you're <laughs> you gotta follow something. You gotta follow yeah. with your normal. <laughs> yeah. but you, so <laughs> you can't monetize it. But you go ahead and enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Anything? I do. Okay. Um. We still have the old. We still have. I have an age story. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, the thing that I wanted to bring up, I, I had, I had to, I. Okay, friends, I'm sharing with you, I know. (laughs) Um, So this weekend, I was giving David a blowjob. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I had to stop what I was doing so I could write down a note (laughs) because I had this mental process thought. Like, I stopped. Wrote my note down and then got back. Okay. So you, you had like a post-it and a pen nearby. <laughs> well, it was next to my nightstand, so yeah, I was lucky there. Yeah. But it it probably helped that I was buzzed. Yeah, there, that was the, like the usually. Yeah, usually drunk if Rachel, I'm like, if Rachel. I'm giving David a blowjob and not receiving, I better be buzzed. <laughs> And the link. Yeah, just, to get, just to get near the door and have okay. the opportunity. But the thought process is, if you're a man and you have a dick, then you should probably be getting a blowjob from another man because he has a dick and he knows what a good blowjob feels like, right? <laughs> no. Right? I mean, that's definitely... I, I mean, you're talking to, to the wrong... reverse it and say... Okay, but that see, that's just it, is I'm a woman, and I have a vagina, but I have no idea what to do with one. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. 
Like, my mouth's never been anywhere close to a vagina. I would just be like, what do, what do I do now? I would be lazy like I am now and just sort of lay there and, and you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> whatever. I don't know how, yeah. I'm with you on that. No, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, but I, no? But no. There's only anything to do with that. With us, we've got a whole, like, you know, it, it's like an amusement park down there. <laughs> I mean, you guys have one thing and we can go one place. No, she makes a good, good point. point. There's a lot going on in a lady's downstairs. <laughs> it's an amusement park. <laughs> I think that is uh, hands the episode down the title, best probably. description. <laughs> you don't know! <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Tell him he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> you don't know that he doesn't know. I mean. <laughs> yes, I haven't danced with Nancy's in a long time. <laughs> so. So, friends, we, as as we said, um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last up, I don't know, whenever, we said we bought new appliances, and we did buy new appliances, and we, and we brought our appliances home. They're so, actually in the kitchen, plugged in. Yeah, and uh, we had a lovely friend was able to, like grab the appliances and we're so grateful yeah. that we have friends that have thank trucks you so that- much our friends that physically helped us move our appliances to the places they needed to be you thank scared you. the shit out of me <laughs> as we're driving <laughs> swerving around with the sixth refrigerator no david joe you. david told me about how there was a moving truck parked in the middle of the road and he just went around it blind without looking <laughs> with the big refrigerator moving truck is it a moving like it moves stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving not a moving truck. It's a moving. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm telling you this, friends, because we, our fridge is, let's say, it's a smart the, fridge. Yeah, it's a new time, and, and we then, have technology everywhere, so why not put a yeah. tablet in a refrigerator? Yeah, why not? Right. <laughs> Until you, you go, buy. Once you go Mac, you never go back. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought this fridge floor model and the place we bought it from saying like, we're closing down. You take this fridge. As you take is. it home as is. All so fine. Oh. Gave it. They almost gave us the fridge. There, they literally a, let me go into the store and move the fridge out of the store. <laughs> like we don't have anybody here to move it, so just go in and take it. On the carpet and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get the fridge home. We pull. We plug it in and get it all hooked up. Everything's ready, and we slide it into the hole. And we go to okay. Let's let's That's see how smart said. this. <laughs> yeah. Slugged in the hole. <laughs> Let's see how smart this fridge is. And the first thing we do is we touch it, and then there's a four-digit pin. What's the four-digit pin? And we go to access your zero, fridge. Zero zero. Uh, no. Oh, no, it was nothing. Oh. We could not figure oh, out this oh, pin. We tried everything. Someone at the store set up the screen and put in okay. their arbitrary yeah. pin number. 
And we don't know what that PIN number is. Yeah. So, so we call the manufacturer, and it was on a Sunday by the time this thing got in, and we call the manufacturer, and the uh, it was actually Saturday afternoon. Anyways, that's irrelevant to time. It was yeah. just off business hours, and we call the manufacturer, and the manufacturer is like, some... We had, like, the D crew. <laughs> From it Indonesia. wasn't the B crew. It From probably Indonesia. wasn't yeah. the C yeah. crew. I don't, we don't I mean, know where... you don't this... go to Hooters on a Tuesday afternoon. You're <laughs> not, you're not going to get the A crew. It's Friday. No, that's <laughs> just it. You do get the A crew. Air crew. Nope. <laughs> Size A cup. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you want to go to Hooters on the Friday night. When like, it's the double D crew. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yeah, we called service for, for a Saturday afternoon, and we definitely got the, the junior oh varsity team. <laughs> and the junior varsity service tech on the phone says... <laughs> You can't, there's no such thing as factory reset. The the, only way to fix this is for you to pay to replace the whole motherboard of the refrigerator. And we're like, no, no no way. We're not doing that. And she's like, yeah, there's nothing I can do. You want me to set up service? No. No. I don't want to pay for service. I want to, I mean, let me do something. Let me push the home button five times, spin around in a circle, jump up and down three times, wait till the new moon comes around. I don't know. Whatever the sequence is, there's a way to factory reset this fridge. No, David, there's not. You it have was, to replace the motherboard. That's the only way. You have to replace the motherboard. It's designed that way. In my words, in not such a nice way, were, I'm calling back on Monday. <laughs> that was so threatening. <laughs> no, I, like, what, what I actually said was, you're dumb. This cannot be right. There's got to be some kind of factory reset. This isn't the this isn't the first time this has happened. You're wrong. Yeah. And I was told, I'm sorry that I can't help you. And the only way that we can fix this is for you to replace the motherboard. So I go to work today and I'm going through all the scenarios. I do I pay five hundred dollars to get somebody in, service tech, I bought this thing, sight unseen. I mean, going through. So I start doing my research and I find out that there is only <laughs> 10,000 numbers that it could possibly <laughs> the sequence wise it could only be 10,000 numbers um, so I told convinced Rachel to let me push in all the numbers so we started tonight 0 I I got to a hundred and then I went to the grocery store. (laughs) I got to five hundred and fifty and like some hundred five hundred and fifty or whatever and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna call Samsung again. Like I wanna call dirt what? You name dropped name dropped. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm gonna call refrigerator company <laughs> <laughs> the cat's fucking on the bag now <laughs> who, who put Oops. the cat in the bag joe <laughs> so i called refrigerator company and um 
I'd wait for an exorbitant amount of time. And yeah. the whole time I'm just pushing numbers into the fridge. Like <laughs> just trying five zero five zero one zero five zero two. <laughs> that count. I'm going to do it. I'm going to push this thing 10,000 times. I'm going to figure out what this pin number is. And the lady gets on the phone. She's like, oh, you want a factory reset? Yes, I'd like the factory reset. She's like, she's, okay, she's flip like, this switch and hold this for three seconds. <laughs> yeah, done. I'm like, Oh my god! <laughs> I wanted to. Okay, where's the guy that I talked to Saturday? <laughs> and that time you're never gonna get back. Yeah, you're never gonna get back. It's Imagine so how fun. they would have felt at ten or nine thousand ninety nine. I actually <laughs> tried that so number. If they got up to ten thousand. The, the crazy thing is when we set it back up. There's no fucking pin they number. They never had they me set a pin. Like my fridge works. I I got in there and I programmed all of my info because I'm going to be the one that, you know, looks up recipes and does the grocery list. And I asked David, I said, when you did this, what pin did you put in? He goes, I never put in a pin. Right. They don't even want a pin. Somebody at the store locked it out because they could. Well, <laughs> so I used to sell a product that you could write on in the store, and it would it it, it would stay there. Assholes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I guess they had to they yeah. had to put a pin on it. So, but, oh no, because this product wasn't that expensive, and they had the the genius idea of, of promoting that feature, and so they changed their packaging so that you could write all over the screen. Whereas before there was a tiny spot. But that you couldn't write or draw a giant penis on every single one of them uh-huh. for all customers to see. And yeah. so we got a picture from one of our big retailers, and every single one of ours was um, it, it was defiled. They were all defiled. All of them. <laughs> Very defiled. I mean, yeah, peckers. Yeah, <laughs> giant cock and balls everywhere. styles, <laughs> but they were. All defiled, and so the state workers had to go and erase all of them, which takes two seconds. But customers, all the kids, all day long, because it was there was a kid section all day long. It's a mushroom. What are you talking about? (laughs) Mushroom stamp. That's long standing mushroom. (laughs) And fungus is bad, so you just stay away from it. You're old enough to have. There's one thing we also discovered as we switched out our fridge. This, oh, t- yeah, mm. you don't realize oh. <laughs> we're we're clean people, right? I mean, you don't realize how I gross don't... you are until you go to switch your fridge out, and then you look oh. inside and you're like, "Wait a minute, oh, the fridge looks look like that." Yuck. <laughs> yeah, our old fridge is horrible, and we're like, it's "Oh, not this bed, this horrible." Is, it's not, but. I will say, though, that my friend wants it for the garage. And I'm like, okay, but I have to clean it before I'm going to let you take it. (laughs) She's like, I'll clean it. It's okay. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I can't. I'm cleaning it. (laughs) Like the back corner that's sticky, but you have no idea why it's sticky in the back corner. Yes, that's exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. All the time. And I'm like sitting back there and it's like. It's thick. It's like applesauce and honey mated and like hung out in my refrigerator for five years. <laughs> nice. And you don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> they they made a baby. Because <laughs> it wasn't actually that. They made a sticky, sticky baby. <laughs> Sweet mashed potatoes. <laughs> no, no, no. So, um, I guess we're close, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. I, I do want to say, time. before it goes away, though... Um, so I twisted my knee the other day. Yes. Oh. And which, you know, whatever. I People do that kind of thing. It happens. Um, so I'm, you know, favoring it. <laughs> and I go to bed that night hoping the next morning I wake up and it's going to feel better. And I get up and I've pulled a muscle in the other leg through the night somehow because it just my calf muscle was just done. So I'm hobbling from one leg <laughs> to the other leg, back and forth, is back that and what forth. You were doing? <laughs> Going up and down the stairs has been treacherous, and and so this morning I get in the shower, which we have learned that through the work days now, it, for me to get into the shower, I have to kick David out of the shower, and I get to see you naked. So, um. <laughs> And you might get blowy. No, no, not that early in the morning. I But I get in the shower and I'm like, oh, look at this bruise on my swollen knee. Oh, yay. Now my knee's swollen. So this is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I twisted my knee and it's just, it's getting bad. I don't know that that actually physically can occur. I I don't know. I don't know what I did. Yeah. You gonna go to the I doctor? Mean, I'm right. I'm going to. I have to call tomorrow. In yes. general, you can feel that we are getting older. Yeah, and, the, and the aches it was very apparent for me this weekend. Mm-hmm. I got smacked in the face with my age, only because like friends, and I'll give you, I, I'll. Straight up tell you how old I am. Like, bottom line, it's here in a couple weeks. I will be turning 40 years old. All oh, right. You guys are so young. <laughs> and I have a friend that we met over the weekend. And well, we knew this person. I know this we ran yeah, into them over the weekend. And he was telling me that he's like, oh man, I just turned 40. And he's like, yeah. I, six weeks ago. Six weeks ago. And uh, about three weeks ago, I had a stroke. And it yeah. was just like, bam. And he was like, yeah, would, he goes, if it, you know, if I would have got a physical, we would have been able to like it. Yeah, yeah. He said they, the doctor would have been able to find out about what caused the stroke if he would just get his annual blood work done. Yeah. But blood yeah. work, physical or whatever, he would have, he would have known that this was an issue wow. and um, like, bam, it was one of those things like, oh shit. I'm turning 40. This like, could happen to you. It's time. Right. Like, yeah. It's not, you know, I mean, I've heard of, you know, 20 year olds having strokes. I mean, yeah. and we, we neglect all of our health once we, you know, can be an adult. And, you know, for me, that's, that's the worst thing I can do, but I just get, you get to the point where like, eh, it's such a pain because they're going to find something wrong. They're going to send me somewhere else. It's not going to get fixed. And, so people don't do that. And that's just as scary. I mean, because especially strokes and heart disease, you don't see that either. Yeah. It can get very serious, very quick. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. 
Let's cheer us up, David. <laughs> so, friends, if you if this is your first time listening to us right now, we do a game. We play a game, and we have no name for this game. It's <laughs> called Doo 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 Game Time. <laughs> but it's more related to songs that you I'll hear. Just name that lyric. I mean, name that song. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more it's about the, the ver- verses of songs that as soon as they come on the radio, you're like, you're you along. sing the whole verse of the song all the way up to the chorus, and you're like, wait a minute, I can't how make, do I know that? I remember that. that. Yeah, how do I even know this? Jamie like, Jams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you you try to say the words outside of the song and you don't know it. You're tripping over... You're tripping over everything. Everything, yeah. So we like to read lyrics of songs to each other and see if we can find it. Right? Yeah. So I got a super good one this week that Dude. nobody's going to be able to get that everybody knows. Okay, go. But they don't know that they know it. Right? Ready? 25 years and my life is still... Our tender. No. It's yeah. not. We never do DMB. I already oh. know the song. Oh, like, keep going. Yeah. Oh. Trying to get up that great big hill of hope mm. for a destination. Is <laughs> I it It's four non blondes. It's four non blondes. It is. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and I said, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that song hits you in the face. Okay. Every time it comes on. Before you, you know this, before I knew who Dave Matthews was. Yes. I was a huge STP fan. Yeah. Stone oh, yeah. Temple Pilots yeah. was my get down. Mm-hmm. So they did a cover of a Led Zeppelin song. And that was put onto an album with a bunch of other groups uh-huh. that did covers of Led Zeppelin songs. Okay. Okay. So one of the bands that covered a Zeppelin song was Four Non Blondes. And I'm like, who is this band? They are fantastic. Found that song. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's a great song. <laughs> that's one of those ones where you want to go listen to it right now. Yeah, right? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get up that great big <laughs> And it is crazy and how much you knew that. Two lyrics. And I was like, <laughs> Got it. <laughs> thank you, friends. We cannot say thank you enough. If you're listening to us right now, I want to take us a moment and say special thanks to DMB Brain Buddies and Jessica. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you for having me, guys. We had so much fun. Thank you, thank you. We love lifting people up. Your community is great. What you're doing for our community and everybody around, we just, we appreciate it. We appreciate you. We appreciate all the kind words. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you right back, guys. <laughs> so, I, um, I, and friends, if this is your first time listening to us right now, please, please find us on Google Play, iTunes, anywhere you can download podcasts. Please rate, review. It means the absolute world to us. It just, it helps us out in so many other different ways. So, please, um, I'd like to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you to Team Sound and Team Tech and Team Music for doing all the things that you do so we can do the things that we do. 
um, and, and friends, if you are listening to us right now, friends tell friends. Um, we, if you're listening to us, we consider you a friend, and we want you to tell your friends so we can be friends with your friends because friends tell friends. <laughs> I messed that one up. <laughs> it's okay. Keep going. And try three of them. Um, thing one, if you're listening right now, thing one, thank you. Thing two, try three of them. There's the pick an episode in there somewhere. There's a, a funny title. Um, yeah, to, and I and I hope by the three of them we'll we'll. Uh, you'll want to be our friend. Because <laughs> I want to be your friend. <laughs> yeah, and thank you to R for being awesome. You're welcome. You're such you're so special this week. I am. I'm special every week, though. Well, this one was extra special. Let's see, about 27 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> With we... the conversation we had 27 minutes ago. Where you oh, were... because I gave you a blowjob. Yes, we love all our friends. And that means you. And we hope you enjoy. Our podcast, too. But don't believe anything we say. We are all bullshit today. <laughs> because we do us. And we do you. We do you.